Guys, what's happening? We got a third episode we're sliding in here, and Lo and I have been taking some time strategically thinking about what that would look like, and it took different forms, but we finally landed on something, and Lo and I are going to add a second part to the interview process called Going Deeper, and this Going Deeper episode will be literally just that. The Creating Space movement is about that self-discovery, that self-love journey, um, and we're also going to do that same idea, implement that same idea with our conversations with the guests that come on the show. So the, this following uh, episode is about going deeper into the conversation, pulling out more of the value, some of the things that Low feels were some really hot topics or good points that the guest is able to, to pull. And we're going to run with that and really dig a little bit deeper and go in different ways in an effort to add more value and add more um, of a presence inside of the conversations that we're having as we go in different di directions and pull different values. So without any further ado, uh, we had Julia Price on the show and she's a beast, man. She is a really cool creative doing really cool things. And at just 26 years old, Lo has lived multiple lives, it seems, and she's coming into a really strong place and it was an awesome conversation what do you think yeah it was it was really incredible i'm uh well first i'm super excited about this new episode format so i think it's Let's go. really fun um but yeah julia was just so great she was so vibrant and full of life and i think that she she mentioned a couple times you know shifting and growing throughout different times in her life and um in the place that she's in right now is also super powerful in this space that she wants to not only share her music but be empowering and impactful for those of her generation and younger than her yeah it's so cool when she was talking about how at the very beginning she was doing everything she needed to do to grow her brand and to grow her music, put herself on the map. She was collaborating uh, and sort of, you see this a lot, even with us and other businesses, whether they be large or small. I mean, YouTube, I believe was a, it was a freaking dating site when it began and now YouTube is what it is, right? So, so many companies iterate and shift and, and brands and ambassadors, they iterate and shift their direction. And it's cool to see her now really going into a sense of piloting where she's headed now by championing the message of, of, of what she wants to, to, to share with the world, which is really cool. Right. And what she wants to specifically hone in on. And I think the one piece that she said is that she has been able to start saying no more recently. And that's, it's one extremely difficult, but two, very empowering once you do it. And that's something for everyone in the tribe. I hope that you are able to get to that place in, in certain spaces in your life so that you're more consciously creating your reality. A hundred percent. Essentialism is key and saying no more and saying no more uh, or saying no more confidently is, is a skill that you must build. It's a muscle that you must build. And the only way to build it obviously is by doing it more often. One of the cool parts that she continued to talk about, which is kind of where I am in my life. And I know we've had some conversation as, as well about this topic is shedding. 
Did you pick up on that? Yes, absolutely. And it was uh, um, her quote at the end, which was she's creating from a different space now than she was before. And that, and then, you know, to further on that thought, we're all creating from different spaces in relation to each other, but also in relation to our past selves. And we'll continue to do that as part of the shedding and growth process. Yeah, no, no kidding. Literally the, the epidermis or like your skin is the biggest organ in the body and it sheds pieces of itself all day long, every single day. So you're literally not even the same human that you were yesterday. So you're consistently shedding not just friendships or not just pieces of yourselves, Mm -hmm. um, but you're shedding in your professional life as well and your spiritual life as you get more focused in on what really matters to you and what makes you feel good. And what's cool is that now that she's getting really uh, confident in that space. She's bringing more powerful people and she's saying that her energy uh, was really less expended and and just more powerful altogether. And that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Two things I want to hit on there is that in shedding, that's how you continue to grow. And if you feel like you're stuck on something in life or you you feel like you're being held back, it's probably time to to shed. Um, And the second piece that you kind of wrapped up with on for specifically related to Julia is that she was now only associating with people that add value to her life, both personally and professionally. And that professionally, the level of which the people she's collaborating with is just so much higher. And then they're all putting out more great content, collaboration, not competition. Exactly. And your vibe attracts your tribe, right? And um, the, the one part that is the stickiest for most people is letting people go with grace. And a lot of times when you begin to shed someone, you can feel them reach and extend themselves to not let go. It's uncomfortable for that person. They may feel that they're, that you guys are disconnecting and the, their um, extension to you is, is decreasing. It is okay to have the conversation with someone and say, look, I'm going through a, a transformation. I'm, I'm reprioritizing what's important in my life. And, but not all times is that conversation easy and or available. So what are some ways, Lo, in your opinion of how to let people down with grace? I think it you have to start with yourself first. So you have to know what you are creating space for. And you have to be really excited about doing that, right? So it's consciously saying, I want to go do these things in my life. And in order to do those, I need, I need time or I need space or, you know, and so, and so getting really clear on that, I think is the first step, because if you're not connected to it, then it'll be easier to fall back into bad habits. And it's again, sure. like I said, not just people, it's habits, it's routines, it's, yeah. you, it's patterns, everything. right? It's patterns. patterns. And, and, you know, sort of a life tip that I'm learning right now. And obviously the things that I learn, I'm really inspired to teach. So not having or feeling responsible to respond to people specifically in like the social space or in text mm-hmm. messages, not picking up the cell phone and responding immediately because what you're do what you're doing is you're training these people to have conversations with you and to um, connect with you in a certain type of way. So when you become aware that it's too much and you need to optimize it, i.e., strip it down and, and shed, it is about training or retraining them to connect with you in a new light. And that's going to, it's going to, 
feel ugly and it's going to feel bad for a little bit Mm -hmm. until you train them with the boundary, the newfound boundary, and then it's going to get real easy. So it's being aware of where you are in that sort of sliding scale or that transitionary period of retraining the people in your life to communicate with you in a new way. Right. Yeah. And if you explain, you know, it it depends. Like you said, sometimes you might be able to have a conversation. Sometimes you might not. And you might need to just set your own boundaries and kind of going to go forward. But if you can have that conversation, being really honest and say, I have this really big goal or have these really big goals that I want to achieve. Like I need to invest into myself and into these things if I want to accomplish them. And, you know, they, some people will get it and some people won't and that's okay. You know what? I, I really hated this um, saying that my college coach, Ralph Lundy, the College of Charleston used to say. He would say, early shout sorts it out. And he would say it so much that I would literally hate the way he would say it. And it would just be so annoying because it was, he said it so often, but it's so true, right? The earlier you can communicate your intention mm-hmm. and do it with grace and strategically speak to someone dependent upon who they are and how sensitive they may may be to this type of information, I think the easier it will be. But at the end of the day, you can train people to communicate with you in a certain way simply by your response or lack thereof and the timing. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a really great thing. And, and, man, it's so important, right, Lo? Like, it's just so important to have those boundaries. Gosh, communication, even in the relationships that are important to you that you're creating is, I think there's a hilarious quote that's like the biggest misconception in communication is that it has occurred. So we're oftentimes just not even communicating, even, you know, with people that we need and want to, in our life we need to work with. So it's, it's putting those conversations out there and it's just all a part of being more aware and consciously creating your, your life, your reality, hundred percent. Well done. Um, And you know, the one thing that is kind of related to this that Julia shared is that as she was kind of shedding these people, she also recently took a step back from social media and she, she, I mean, like we've talked about, like, it's so easy to get into it and stuff. Oh man. So easy. And like, Oh, it's just a horrible cycle. Yeah. uh, There's not enough likes on here. There's not enough comments. What did I do wrong? And that was a great mention from Julia, right? I think a lot of influencers and people who have risen their social platforms to a certain space deal with this same issue. Absolutely. And it was, it was cool to hear her say, you know, I, I really took a step back and, and, and said no. And, and that kind of, it's all with the phone, right? It kind of ties in with the right. phone and like the texting and everything. But her, her now mindset is she's kind of excited to get in a little bit and have right. fun, which is super cool too. It's all about balance, right? If we're in it all the time, you can't connect deeper. If you're not in it at all, you might miss out on some really great connections or or conversations. So it's, to me, it's a balance. hundred percent. I mean, even for myself with this podcast, specifically Mindset Monday, I was finding it really tough after over a year of doing Mindset Monday in the same way to get that same uh, connection to the channel to be as powerful as a, a, a conduit. So I had to go out on the back of a paddleboard and switch it up. And I was instantly connected back to 
um, that that strong connection to source energy, and it was really exciting. And hopeful, I'm hopeful that that kind of came through in uh, the presentation of the the most recent Mindset Monday. However, um, it's really cool to see that we are not the only ones that go through these inhale and exhale um, processes in our lives to yes. to create that balance. Yes, um, absolutely. I think. Julia totally understands that. I think most people that we work with in the business understand that. And it's, and it's all just creating that balance. And, and when you know you need to shift, mm. how do you do that? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue into another piece that, that Julia brought up. Um, she knew she, she didn't necessarily want to be doing covers all the time. So she started to put her own music out there. But when she met with Capitol Records and they're like, uh, yeah, but we can't find your stuff. Right. You know, that's a huge revelation because it's like, oh, well, how are other people perceiving me? And sure. are the things that I want to do, am I communicating the things that I want to do and putting myself out there in those new ways enough? Yeah. So, that's like a whole nother topic to dive into. For sure. Sometimes you think you're giving off some sort of uh, presence or or whatnot, um, and you're not exactly being viewed in the way that you think you are. So a couple of ways that have really helped myself, specifically with building Facebook ads uh, and trying to target audiences to be able to grow the podcast and grow the message, Mm -hmm. I started to learn that I needed to interact with my brand in a way that other people interact with it. So for instance, if you are a small business or you're an influencer and you're trying to learn uh, the, the user's experience with your brand, you can simply start a new Instagram uh, account. You can follow yourself and a quick pro tip would be the little blue uh, down arrow just beside the follow button will drop down Instagram's uh, automated recommendations of people um, that are closely related to you. So at that point, you can see what type of influencers or what type of Instagram individuals um, handles are like you. So that's showing you maybe what uh, or how your uh, tribes or your users are experiencing you and people that are like you and how you're going to show up in people's explore pages or feeds. So it's often really important to not only do that, but to audit yourself by speaking to other people. And Lo, I know we've done that on a, on a mm-hmm. multitude of times where we've placed, uh, we've asked the hard questions like, what are we good at to mm-hmm. our friends uh, mm-hmm. or our mentors and them having to give us that that inconvenient truth sometimes, right? And, and in your experience with coaching individuals, um, what have you seen to be some really good ways to, to get an idea as to, you know, your presence, your brand presence? It's really getting curious and trying to step away from yourself in a non-judging fashion. So like that, that IG tip is freaking awesome. Like that's, because that's a way that other people are experiencing you that you're not experiencing yourself. So how can you look at yourself from a third party perspective? Um, And if you struggle to dive in and do that on your own, then that's where you have to, you know, go to a close friend or and even, you know, not even a close friend, maybe someone you just met or someone you used to know, and they kind of know of you or something, you know, sometimes it's better if they're a little bit removed so you can get um, a better perspective. But I think it's so important for all of us to do that 
from time to time, not all the time, right? Well, listen, listen how vital it was for, for her. She <laughs> has made some big time career adjustments based upon that feedback. And if yeah. you're not searching for that feedback, how are you going to grow? How are you going to shift? How are you going to iterate? And how are you going to uh, improve mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day? Right? Yeah, and that feedback is never bad. I think it's such a positive thing. And I almost enjoy getting it. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. This is something else I want to work on. And then I'm going to sure. go crush that. <laughs> sure. Very important. Very important. Um, All right. So back to Julia. Another thing I had here is that she is, gosh, and when we were watching the videos of her music videos, guys, go check those out on her YouTube page. She's just absolutely captivating and enthralling. Um, But her balance between being and doing when she performs. Yeah, no. Uh, First of all, you talk about captivating. She is uh, as about as captivating as you can possibly be because she's so authentic and mm-hmm. she's so um, committed to her performance and she feels the music. And I've, you know, we had that conversation inside of it that there's that uh, mirror or that understanding that she's probably been through experiences that are dark or deep and mm-hmm. that, that allows her to connect with herself on a whole new level. Um, but anyways, when it comes to being and doing, I just think that, and you've said this before, and I agree wholeheartedly that once you have boundaries, mm-hmm. um, then you can be creative, right? You must set up the, the the boundaries and the structure, and then within that area, you can be creative. So I think once she goes through the creative process of setting the scenario up like she likes it, then she can dive into that flow state yeah. and to connect to source energy and to just perform and let go and let loose. And it was really cool to see her do that and to collaborate with other singers and artists or comedians or even dancers to bring them into the space. And they're all lifting each other. It's just the right way to do it in the social age in digital media this this time. And it's no it's no wonder that in Vine she was exploding on IG. She's having a lot of success and she's got millions of views on YouTube. Absolutely. And I think with her and and some of the other folks that she collaborates with too and 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 you and other people that we know that anyone who is truly acknowledging themselves and and in that space of self-love they shine even brighter right Mm. their light is even more radiant because of the inner love that they have that that comes out and then you know, they attract people like magnets. So it's just her like presence. She's gorgeous. And then you just have this, this magnetic attraction to her because she's truly connected to what she's supposed to do. What is it? Marianne Williamson that says, uh, when you, um, and I'm going to butcher this, this quote, I'm going to paraphrase, but it's something like, uh, the light, when you, shine the light inside of you, it subconsciously gives others the, the right to shine their own light. Right. So, so true. Yeah, it's a good one. And and it's a paraphrase for sure, Mm -hmm. but um, it's so true. And you see it all the time when LeBron James is playing ball and he's just enjoying himself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when opera singers are going after it, I I haven't watched opera in a while. I don't know why I gave that (laughs) recommendation, but when you watch Julia, you you can definitely see it. And when Mm -hmm. I was doing my research on her, I was, I, it, it, there was just such this flow of connection just from her music that it allowed me to open up an area that could ask deeper level questions and, you know, back to that exchange of energy. And I wish that we as humans could really lift our, um, 
consciousness above our five senses and we could mm -hmm. see what's happening in that exchange of energy. So how is she able to do that to me, but other people are not, right? Like what is happening there inside of that exchange metaphysically that allows me to get to, to get access to a place inside of me that beforehand was closed off. And that is art, right? That's oh so cool. It absolutely so cool. is. And I, you know, I just had, as you were talking, I was brought back to this thought. I don't know if we've actually talked about this before or if we did this a while ago, but in every um, interaction between people, whether it's a relationship, friendship, whatever, between two people, for it to be as powerful as possible, right? Or as, as um, productive, whatever, whatever term you want to use, I've got to know myself. You've got to know yourself. I've got to be willing to really see you and then you've got to be really willing to see me. So that's four different relationships and energy channels that need to be open mm -hmm. in order to feel that connection. And most people don't even have it with their own selves. So they sure. can't ever get to those sure. other levels. And I think that's why, you know, it's so easy to connect with Julia and for, for both myself and you and many other people that watch her. Yeah. And listen, if you are listening to this conversation and you're thinking, man, I want to, to experience this more often in your life, it first starts with you. And it takes, um, the reality of this situation is it takes sitting in your darkness. It takes dancing with your demons and it takes, um, the recognition of, I cannot run from the things that I'm afraid of any longer, because if I sit with it long enough, if I trudge through the dirt and the mud and the blood and gore, and I hang out for long enough, it will no longer scare me. Mm -hmm. I'll get to a deeper level of connection with myself. And once I unlock that, then I can do that with someone else. But like you said, there's four different channels. Like, are they doing the work? And But right. the great thing is, is it's all symbiotic. If you do the work, then you get to a deeper level with yourself. Then you start pulling in people that are on your level. And then you, it's just that constant process of getting deeper in your connections with self, others, your reality, your spirituality, all of it, man. And that's the creating space process. It is. It's so cool. And I kind of brought that whole conversation we had full circle, starting with your vibe attracts your tribe and just really starting with the self-love and going out from there. The last thing I'll say before we wrap up is that, you know, one of the tidbits she dropped was, you know, when it, you, to get out of a funk, it's, it sometimes only takes one tiny decision, but as you've said before, you've got to be willing to go into the darkness, acknowledge mm. it, and then you can take the step to shift out. And again, just one tiny decision can start to help you crawl out of the hole or whatever it is that you feel like is holding you back. Yeah, I think it's really important to remember that um, effective growth and healing in your life comes from being brave, being courageous. And Janie Brown, who's going to come on to uh, the Creating Space podcast in the coming weeks, is a champion um, of that message and helping people understand that the, the bravery and the courage and the confidence that it takes to sit in that shit and to not run and not turn it off is the way that you see it, you feel it, you understand it, acknowledge it, then you move away from it. And mm -hmm. I think that she really believes, and I won't, I won't break this up for that podcast coming, but she really believes there's an issue with the type of leaders that are standing at the top and um, looking down at everyone else and championing a certain message, but unwilling to get down in the darkness and sit in their own shit 
to be able to help people at a newer, deeper, more compassionate level. And just remember that, guys. If you're running from something, if you feel like your darkness is around you, maybe the opposite of what you've done thus far will help you move to a new level that you've never experienced yet. And I'm having to hold myself accountable to that. And I hope that we can do that as well. So moving forward, um, there's, a, there's a new level of creating space as this message continues to grow. Obviously, this is a new expansion. The message is building. Um, the download numbers are, are starting to really hit an inflection point. It's exciting. But at the same time, in an effort to keep ads away, think about all the, the uh, times that you've plugged into a podcast and you've thought, man, there's like six, eight minutes of ads before we even get into the podcast. My user experience with that has been one where I'd like to keep creating space away from ads as long as possible. And what's cool about that is that there are models out there that allow creatives, YouTube, you know, YouTube creatives or comedians or podcasters like myself to be able to do that. And patreon.com allows us to be able to open up this platform to be supported by you guys, the listeners, the people who love this message and come to it for an experience. And I feel prouder about developing a podcast that is powered by the people, a podcast that is supported by you guys. That way we can keep it authentic and organic and ad-free, but we can still allow uh, this podcast message to grow and expand and have new features and, and we can de devote more of our time to it. So the creating space uh, experience as a whole has done something for you in your life. We would be honored if you would go to patreon.com slash creating space and you would just donate a little bit to the message to allow it to grow, you know, a coffee a month would be amazing. I would love to be able to have a coffee to stay creative uh, in, in, in light of bringing you all the, the rich content that we can have. But at the end of the day, it is in an effort to continue to expand the message and to allow um, this podcast to be ad-free and powered by you, the user. And I think that in this 2017 age and the generation of the millennial, man, I think that is super empowering. And as I build a business, those are the types of businesses that I want to build. So I really appreciate and love growing with all of you guys. And I can't wait to experience the next level of growth in this creating space message. And to be honest, guys, it's predicated by you. So thank you in advance. Namaste. Continue to do what it takes to take those inward journeys, have the courage, create the space, and live the life that you love. We'll talk to you guys soon.